0: Welcome back, listeners. Mike Murphy here, bringing you another episode of the ABB Solutions Podcast. Great topic today, one you're surely going to enjoy. It's about the marine industry, which has a huge impact on all of us. Imports, exports. It's what drives an economy. It feeds us. It puts us in vehicles so we can get to work on time. Finding ways to help lower costs for this industry is a huge benefit for all of us, And ABB is at the forefront of driving the evolution of sustainable and efficient shipping. In this episode, I'm happy to have with me, all the way from Vasa, Finland, Peter Schwarzsoe, IEC Low Voltage Motor Manager for Marine. And he's here to share about ABB's reliable solutions for this key industry. Peter, welcome.
1: Thank you, Michael. Thank you for having me on the the show. It's really nice. To, to do this one. So let, let's go. All
0: let's right. Go. It's great having you on. It's great having you on. Okay, Peter, so let, let's get started. So first, can you talk about what does it mean when we say marine industry? What, what all does this include?
1: That is a very good question, Michael. So I would say that there is this kind of special agency or umbrella organization under the United Nations, which is called the IMO, International Maritime Organization. And it's like an organization who's put in the global standard settings, authority for safety, security, and environmental performance for the international shipping. So when it comes to a ship, the, the definition of a ship can be concluded like operating in the marine environment and includes hydrofoil boats, air vehicles, submersibles, floating craft, and fixed or floating platforms. So, more or less, you can, you can more or less say that it's a water craft, which can be looked quite differently. But in the marine industry, when we talk about the real big vessels, you can say that we can divide that into certain sizes. So, IMO estimates that, first of all, we have roughly 500,000 watercraft in the world. Out of these, you can say 100,000, so 20%, are registered by IMO, which means that there is a certain quality and standards to be followed. And today, of those 100,000, 95,000 are in service. Then we can divide this 100,000 into different sizes. We call them uh, gross tonnage size of vessels. So 2,000 gross tonnage is is the borderline for big vessels. And here we talk about 43,000 roughly what are in in service. And then we have the smaller ones, less than 2,000. They are roughly around 50,000 vessels which are operating today. And part of that one, we have also the offshore fleet, which is today around 9,000 vessels, different size of that one.
0: Okay. All right. Great. Uh, That is huge. I was not expecting numbers of that size. So, Peter, um, I always like to learn how we got where we are. So, can you share with me a bit on the history with the marine industry and, and ABB's involvement?
1: Very good, Michael. So, so I would say that as long as there has been shipbuilding, you know, in the past there were ship vessels of wood, but when when the vessels started to be steel, steel vessels and all that for the late 80 to 100 years, I mean, then the electric motors has found itself into the shipbuilding as well. Ships in the earlier were mainly and only done by hydraulic systems, so motors was typically then delivered to hydraulic pump to the hydraulic power pack units and then to give the, the power to to the applications so that has been the the way into the marine vessel business back in the history and we have been then from ABB perspective we have been more than 60 years now back in the marine segment delivering motors for various application and suppliers Either as OEMs or system integrators or channel partners or or end users in the or yards in the segment. I would say that uh, how we have been successful to build the story in Marine is that we decided in a very early stage to go go for the type approval from the society's perspective. That, that, That means that you can more or less say that our products and factories. They have sticked to the, the high-quality standards, giving to the reputation what we have in the market.
0: Okay, 60 years. That, that definitely sounds to me like ABB knows, knows a thing or two about, about this key segment. Okay, so Peter, you brought up a lot of different uh, vessels. So where on a ship will you find motors?
1: Yes, I think what we can always uh, divide in a ship in, is in uh, two categories. And we have uh, more or less that you have motors under deck, and that is the majority of motors. And then we have on-deck, and that is the minority then again. So And that is typically called in the marine world, the deck machinery equipment. There are different IP grades required for the motors to the location. So on the deck, they are typically IP55 or less. And then again, applications on the deck are IP56 or higher. So the protection level of the water ingress level is, is then demanding from the society world in the rules. The main applications on vessels, I would say that they are pumps, followed by the fans and the compressors. And these are the typically then under the deck.
0: Okay. And then you mentioned the deck machinery. What, what kind of applications does that include?
1: Yes, correct. And they are then what we call then the crane uh, winches and then uh, jacking system. And um, there are of course certain pumps also on the deck, but then again, uh, crane are maybe the, the biggest equipment there. We can have also winches, which is part of mooring winches or on the crane, and then we have the jacking system. And the difference with these are that the crane is then used to, you know, different situations to lift, move or or lower things. While again, the winch is then a motorized drum to to pull in or pay out rope, cable or chain. And maybe the most um, specialized application is called a jacking system where actually the whole vessel will be lifted up on four pillars or two pillars from the sea so the the vessel itself is, is standing on the bed with, the, with these pillars and then this is called a jacking system which is then lifting the whole vessel or the platform up from the sea level
0: Okay. Uh that was a really good explanation and and it helps break down crane's hoist uh, winches cuz I'll be honest Peter I I kind of group those all into the same thing. So thank you for covering those applications. So I want to dive into the types of motors you'll find. So I I can assume that that you know some some of these say like a crane or a hoist that needs something more than just a general purpose motor. Uh, I know you you spoke briefly about the IP ratings. So what does the industry like to see in motor products?
1: Very good, Michael, that is very important. So the end user, what he needs to be delivered from an electrical motor is very simple. First is the greater productivity. So that means from our product, it means high output, high density motors, which then again means space savings. So, you can imagine that on a a vessel, the limitation of of space is always the critical one. And then comes to the high quality of this productivity is that it's built in there for the reliability. So, we have a very well-proven systems. we have very well-proven testing facilities, which also uh, determines that we deliver on serial production high-quality motors. And then, of course, from the productivity point of view, Less maintenance and unexpected situations on the sea. So that is what, from the end user point of view, that is the the most important thing. For the future, we hope that that we can through the sustainability thing also I- I implement that fuel consumption emissions is a big important. So we have models up to I E five even today with the synchronous alternators, but I would say that from the induction we talk about the I three I four efficiency levels. So that means that we have reduced the emissions and lower the energy cost to the motors.
0: Okay. I'm sure some of these motors are marine certified. I've heard ABB has highlighted a water-cooled motor. Is this a type of, well, first of all, a new technology? And would this be something that's found in the industry?
1: No, the water technology is quite old one. So it was not used in the marine from the initial one. The initial segment was in mining. A very demanding application in mining is uh, rock drilling, you know, to build tunnels through the, the mountains and all that. So in the head of the rolling drill, there is then located electrical motors, water-cooled, durable steel motors, which is then rotating the whole drill in a slow speed, there is, if all of us can understand, very high vibrations, the, the, it's very hot environment and a lot of dust. So therefore, this water jacket cool motors was manufactured and, and, in, and, and uh, used to that one, and later on this was founding the way into marine in business also and um, typically it was for the thrust and the propulsion applications where it comes but today also we can find in water cool motors in also another special application like a very big winch on the deck for example and the idea of the water cool motor is is to have the compactness so, the power density is what is coming there, and 30% more torque is typically what we can talk about uh, in, in in different speeds. The idea with the vessels is to use water-cooled motors compared to air-cooled motors is, is very simple. They need to have more room for the cargo, not for the ventilation system. So, the idea is then to use the water-cooled with the, with the own a cooling unit of that in a, in a smaller plane series, and then you can use this motor in a very small size compared to the normal induction motor.
0: Okay. That makes sense because you take a, a water-cooled motor versus a fan-cooled motor, and it's not just the the length of the motor. Fan-cooled motors do require some space beyond the motor just for the for the cooling method they need to pull in that air to cool the motor so yeah cargo space that certainly would be key you mentioned earlier uh, something about synchronous motors are these common uh, commonly found on ships
1: well synchronous motors yes in the larger size of motors you can always find them so they have been part of the propulsion system for a long time but now when we talk about low voltage Uh, synchronous reluctance motors, then this is an interesting uh, topic and uh, this is a new trend coming more and more that we, instead of having the normal, uh, let's say the workhorse of the induction squarrowing motor, the new technologies of synchronous reluctance and PM, permanent magnet motors, or a combination of these are coming into the application as well. And the idea here is also to have either efficiency or compactness or weight of the applications with the motors. They are though on the main side, I would say the propulsion thruster and some crane of inches where we find a new technology. So still the workhorse will be the induction motor for a long time in, in the marine vessel.
0: Okay. So the vessel leaves the shore, there has to be a huge focus on reliability. So, what is ABB doing to not only provide that high performance, but a reliable product to do their application?
1: Correct. So, the higher reliability comes always from the the DNA in the in the companies and how how the management have been performing and uh, requiring the the product of itself. I would say that the performance of the motors is coming from a long lifetime based on high-quality materials, what we use in the motors, and then we have had a very extensive testing during the years. So we know what we can get out from the motors in a reliable way. High output, that is what I mentioned before, means high-density motors, and that always comes with the space savings, And uh, that is also part of the the optimized performance, what is required together with the high reliability. Then we come to the painting of the motors. Uh, You can imagine on the deck machinery where we have water more or less penetrating the motors all the time, 24-7. The painting system has to be very good. And uh, we have various um, painting systems on different levels. To match the, the needs of the of the specification. At the end then, once again, the marine societies are those ones who is certifying the products, testing facilities, and the product itself, which means we have been succeeding that for fifty to sixty years already. We are sure that our motors are fit well in the harsh environments.
0: Okay, great, great. Our, Earlier conversations preparing for this podcast, Peter, you shared with me a really interesting success story about ABB uh, in this industry. Can can you share that with us?
1: Sure. We have been delivering for motors for uh, winches to what we call the Arctic tankers. So there is different requirements for Arctic uh, vessels, which are then driven in the low temperature areas in the world we have specifications which is then up to minus 55 degrees and we have one project for six tankers delivered which requirement was then minus 52 degrees so we needed to have our electrical uh, motors and the equipment what we used there especially the shaft is very demanding requirement to this one so we needed to have really uh, tested in the laboratory down to minus 60 degrees motors to, to withstand this low temperature. So we have been delivering quite, let's say, uh, okay volumes for, for different kind of uh, projects to, to this one. So I believe that ABB is one of two suppliers who can deliver for this kind of low temperature motors. Very impressive.
0: If that doesn't speak to not only ABB's capability, but Durability. I, I I don't know what would minus fifty two degrees. That's staggering. Okay, Peter. Uh, last question. Where do you see the marine industry go in the future for motors?
1: Uh, that is a good question, Michael, and I'm so glad that I could um, be able to answer this one. So, if people don't uh, have understand though, how big marine say industry is, that the ninety percent of the world trade is carried by maritime industry. That is huge. I mean, you can say 10% is delivered by air or by trucks uh, around the world, but 90% is coming with the marine. So I'm very confident that this is not disappearing. It's a stable segment. It has ups and downs. But it's increasing, stable every year, so I'm not afraid of that. Also, what is then supporting this one is we have the oil industry there. So 30% of the daily barrels, what is consumed around the world, that is coming from the offshore wells down in the bed, from platforms or from drilling vessels. So that is also another important segment there, what we are supporting. And in the future, what what comes more and more brighter is that the industry is going more from the hydraulic to the electrical solutions, which means for ABB, our our all different divisions, we are looking very forward to, to have more business in the marine segment.
0: All right, great. I think that's a perfect place to stop. Peter, thank you so much for participating in this podcast. I I know I learned a lot more, and I'm sure uh, others did too, about ABB in this industry. So thank you again for participating.
1: Thank you, Michael. Thank you for having me.
0: And to those listening, you can always find out more by asking your local ABB sales representative or check us out on ABB Marine Solutions page by going to abb.com, then under Industries Find Marine. And I hope you keep tuning in to the ABB Solutions podcast on your favorite browser or app. Till next time, this is Mike Murphy. Have a great day, everyone.